Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. Hey everyone, welcome to Spooky Scouts on this lovely afternoon. Oh, I heard some barking and some pigeons. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of noise in my life right now. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I heard Nuggie. Who's ready to be abducted? I sure am. Take me away. Oh my God. Cowboy, take me away, right? <laughs> take me away. Take me away. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to go. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So we have we're, today we're going to talk about this big conference not conference like conversation people were having yeah the the first public congressional ufo hearings since the 60s yeah and they did i believe they did have the disclosure project which i don't remember when that was in the 90s but that one wasn't necessarily bad but this one was officially through congress so i guess it's like a big deal so we're going to talk about that and that'll be fun because i find it interesting that they even tried to do this on top of everything else, all the other shenanigans that they're pulling. And I'm just like, you guys are so you're just going to do aliens now. Hmm? Okay. Good <laughs> like. Yeah, it's al- all aliens all the time. Yeah. I'm, I I think like I think what gets me about this is you and I have talked about this so regularly for so long mm-hmm. that at the first time at first when I heard it was happening, I was like, Okay, and then I really sat and thought about it, and I was like, this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And when I listened to it live, like, the way they were talking about things and the things they were talking about, I was like, this is definitely a big deal. I mean, it was it was very interesting. It, it ended up the way that I thought it would, in that it wasn't any, like, flat, yeah. like, flat-out everything. I mean, they were just like, yo, we don't... Like, they well, there was some interesting things said, but we can we can get into it after we do some, like current events-ish stuff and talk about a movie and some fun stuff going on. Yes. I'm trying to stay hydrated. That's why I'm sipping out of my... Oh, uh, me too. With my, my hydration. <laughs> Can I just say as a side note, I am loving this canned wine thing. But it was... Some of the things said were very interesting. And I, I don't know. They also... I don't know if you knew this, but they had the whole public forum. And then they, they had a break. And then they came back and did a, a classified section that was not streamed and was not to the public oh so they continued the conversation in private like, fuck, yeah fuck you. yeah like, yep. wow. so there was more <laughs> that they did not so and, the, and like, the things they touched on led me to believe that what they then talked about was more significant wow wow yeah wowie i didn't i didn't watch it so kayla's our point person in this episode i saw i liked some tweets about it and was just kind of cliff notes watching it because I was busy with the whole... So my cat, Mojo, oh my God, no. had to have a cat enema. I don't know if you guys saw. So I had to take her to like the emergency vet and get her a cat enema. She was constipated. And then I had to get her like a bunch of Miralax and like wet food to go to mix it up to make her comfortable. But on top of her needing the enema, she like decides... She gets really anxious. I mean, who doesn't? But she was just like, I'm going to pee everywhere. So she like peed and pooped everywhere. So I had to like wash all my sheets and like then I took one blanket off and left it on the ground at night and she peed on it like six times and so I had to throw that one away because like and then she peed on her foot and then I had to give her a bath 
because she sat in the blanket and couldn't like pee flat, so she just peed on her foot. <laughs> Mo is a mess. Oh I my know. gosh. I know. So uh she is better now. She was fine this she's like after two days of like sleeping and not wanting my attention, Mojo has now forgiven me and is back to being her normal self. But that's so the damage is done. <laughs> the damage is done. She's done enough <laughs> yeah, to last damage, a lifetime. The damage is done. Yes. But on better news, I was going to tell our current event, I was going to tell Kayla, is I finally watched that movie Moonfall. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it or if you all haven't seen it in chat, but oh my God. Is it is it like up to par with Independence it was, Day? I mean, it's the same director. It's the same yeah. director. So like it's very similar. Lots of similar tropes. Lots of similar things. Except for it all revolves around the Hollow Moon conspiracy theory, which is amazing. And I, they actually talk about some of the things that we talked about. That like Ooh. they say that like the moon is hollow and like all this stuff. And they're like the moon's a Dyson sphere and like all these things. It's amazing. It's actually an alien movie. It's about aliens. Yeah, it's Are there not aliens about- inside the moon? Yeah, the moon was built by aliens. And, like, there's an alien trying to... Like, it's cool. Like, there's... I don't want to spoil it because it's so good. But, okay. like, the main character is, like, this nerdy guy who, like, is just a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It's so dumb. I mean, it's dumb in the part that it's, like, amazing. It's, like, super... Oh, I love super, dumb yeah, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, like, a perfect... That director... Um, who did Independence Day. It's like one of his movies. It's like perfect. It's so dumb. And I was reading like the notes about it and it was like, they had an astronaut on set to talk about if like things were possible and they kept being like, you can't do that. And like, they're like, it's a movie, just run with it. It's a movie. It's fine. You're not here for for 100% realism. Yes, yes, and there's a cat in the movie called Fuzz Aldrin. Oh my God. <laughs> Think of like the dog Boomer from Independence Day, like similar vibe, like Fuzz Aldrin has to be okay throughout the whole movie. Yes, don't hurt the animals. <laughs> that was the best part of Independence Day was that the dog was okay. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. You're right. It is. I, I didn't even realize it. It's Sam from Game of Thrones. That's the nerdy guy. It's Sam. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, he was Neat. awesome. He was He's awesome. He's a good actor. And Halle Berry's in it. And, uh, yeah, but it was good. It was really, I, I, like, enjoyed it a lot. It was very Independence Day-esque and super dumb and funny and full of, full of conspiracy theories that all, that all we have talked about. Like, which I think was amazing. That so. is really cool. No, the cat did not jump over a burning car like Boomer. But there were very similar dumb things like that, which just were great. It was just dumb. It was really fun. So, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I have you got several movies. I need you got to sit down and watch it, and like with a pop, a bowl of popcorn, and just yes. like. But this one's particularly good. Like it's just because it's so dumb and Independence Day esque, and I loved it. So I love those movies. I'm so over. Like honestly, I'm over serious superhero movies, and I'm over like serious like doomsday movies. Just just make it silly. Yeah, just be silly. Yeah, it's a good silly alien slash doomsday movie. But it's good. Yeah, it'd be a good Spooky Scouts movie night. I agree. It would. I would watch it again. It would be fun. We yeah. could watch it. That would be fun. Yeah, I would watch it again because it was. I would. I love all the dumb conspiracy theory things. It's so good. That is silly. But it's like exciting. I, they even talked about their like. Did you know when we shot the moon or whatever, it rang like a bell, and I was like, yeah! we talked about that. <laughs> that was in the book. It was in that book. They must have yeah. read that fucking book, and they were like, hmm. yeah, aliens. Yes, aliens. Yes, yes. Moonfall. Moonfall. We should watch it yeah. as a Spooky Scouts. Um, thing. I might buy it 
digitally because I enjoyed it so much. So Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'll try to watch it this weekend. I also have been tasked with watching Mad Max Fury Road because I've never seen it. Oh. Um, so <laughs> that I have to watch that this weekend. That one's depressing. If you don't want to watch something depressing. Like, Is it depressing? Well, yeah, because it's just like, oh, we go in that road now, huh? Like, it's just like, this is our future at this point. Oh, yeah. I, I, I rewatched the first episode of Handmaid's Tale after mm. the recent Roe v. Wade stuff. I was like, gotta get ready for my future. Uh, <laughs> that's, this is why I'm so tired. I just like... Kayla judged me for reading all of my collapse literature, but it's true, I am Kayla. judging you. <laughs> it's true, Kayla. The collapse is coming. I just imagine you like at your little like going to a coffee shop and just whipping out like the world is ending. I Please did prepare. I'm just like having like a nice hazy IPA at not a regular IPA because those don't taste good. Like one of the yeah, ones I don't that's like, like juicy. Either. You know, like Ooh, a, yeah, like, those yeah, are good. Like a juicy yeah. IPA down at the hop shop, and I'm like, hmm, I'm just gonna open up the uh, the fall of civilization. So it's like you pull out a book and it's like Fall of Civilization and I pull out a book and it's like John Moxley's autobiography. <laughs> Are you actually reading? Yes, I went and bought it the other day. I'm very excited. And you know yeah. what? It took me fucking forever to find in the goddamn bookstore because they only had it in one spot and it was a special spot in the middle of the store that said four dads only. And four I was dads. like, well, just call me daddy then because I'm getting this fucking for book. dads only? <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> Too Why bad. Is it for dads only? Is there dad advice in there? No, I guess just they're just like John Moxley wrestling. That's only oh for dads. God. And I'm like, well, that's incredible. I guess that's me. That's incredible. That's <sighs> incredible. That's amazing. It's too much. Yeah, not a Doc Martin. We're not talking about Picard. It makes me too mad. No, <laughs> so I don't want to think about Picard. It I makes refuse me too to watch mad. it. I can't deal. I can't. I only, you fill me in on it, and that's all I need. Like, I don't need to watch it. The part with Will Wheaton, like, sent me into another plane of existence that was only rage. So I just love how, like, I was like, okay, Will Wheaton, you'll never be on it. And then he gets on in there. And and, but like, he was just acting like, well, now we're going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. He was just <laughs> acting like Will Wheaton. Like, he just came on like, huh, he should have been like, I'm Wesley Crusher. He could have just been like, I'm Will Wheaton. Welcome to Comic-Con. Like... <laughs> Just like was so, oh no. it was like, I can't. I can't. Well, well, you had your yeah, yeah, sauce fire in the chat said, hey, Picard, do you want to play some Dungeons and Dragons? God damn. No. <laughs> like, oh I just, God. it just, it wasn't for me. That's all I'm going to say. It wasn't well, for me. Oh, and the Mexican pizza's back. And Dolly The Mexican pizza's tweeted. back. And <laughs> happy my- birthday to me. Happy birthday. It's almost your birthday. It's almost my birthday. Mm-hmm. We're having a great time. Yep. Holly, you saw a movie. I went to wrestling. Yes, so I was going to tell was you it? about it. Yeah. It was very good. Um, This was my first event. Po- like, it's not post-pandemic. We're still in a pandemic. My first time going out since the pandemic started. Since we all decided the pandemic was over so for some reason and people are still getting sick. But it- yeah, even though that's good, it's still bad. So, you know, since the pandemic started, it's the first time going out. I purposefully got my additional booster like a week ago and was very careful but it was very awesome i went to new japan and this was their first time being in dc and i got to see my fave eddie kingston he lost oh my (laughs) god stupid (laughs) i got to see minoru suzuki who got a very good kill uh murder grandpa chant that's what people chanted for him yeah it was a murder grandpa which is very fun 
Uh, I got to see John Moxley. John Moxley showed up, and that was really fun because he always enters through the crowd. So I got to experience that from within the crowd because I was like in like the fifth row or something. But yeah. when his music plays, everyone just turns around and they're just like smiling, looking for him, and it was really adorable because everyone was like, "Where is he going to come from?" But it was That's awesome. It was super duper good. I had a really good time. I have not gotten sick yet so maybe i didn't get anything there were like over two thousand people there, oh wow that's a lot a of lot. people yeah it was a lot of people but it was really 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 good and i love eddie kingston a lot and i got to see him and then i drew a picture of him mm-hmm. and i tagged him in it and he dm'd me on instagram oh and really yeah he said thank you very much and i was like <laughs> oh that's so sweet he's so nice just they're just such nice people and Aww. saturday oh i forgot to tell you saturday my brother texted me last night and I'm going to go meet Chris Statlander because she's going to be in Virginia for some reason. Oh, that's cool. So I get to go meet the alien wrestler. You get everyone. to meet her? Is it like a meet and greet? Yeah, it's like a meet and oh. greet. And he was like, for your birthday, I'll pay for you to get a picture with her. And I was like, uh, but okay. I will <laughs> wear all my alien stuff. That's and amazing. A little dork and go get a picture with her. Cause that's that awesome. I want to say hi to her. She seems cool. Yeah. So I'm doing that on Saturday. That's awesome. Very cool, but that's that's my news. Uh, wrestling is good, and I enjoy it still. I'm still living the best life. Yeah, I I wish that like I for me I enjoyed watching wrestling like was with West mm-hmm. when like the pandemic started and like we were all in lockdown and we would just watch it. Like, because the only people I ever saw were the people in my neighborhood and West and I live close to each other, so we would like stay in our little bubble. But like, I miss. Like, I feel like wrestling for me was more of, like, a communal thing. Yeah, it is. It's fun together. Yeah, I want to watch it. And, like, I I can't convince Jared to watch it. (laughs) Jared. he I feel like he'd love it if he just gave it a chance. I don't know. Well, it's also on, like, during the day. And he, like, works. He's a workaholic. He's always working and streaming. He's he's just a work, little worker meerkat. So yeah, he he. It's earlier for you. It's kind of it's like a five o'clock. Yeah, it's like five o'clock, which is like not a convenient time. So like, I feel like I'd need to like watch, which I do have like Hulu, so I could watch them later. But like, I now feel too behind. It's like I feel too behind. Like it's like how I feel with the Marvel comic, like Doctor Strange arcs. Like I feel Mm -hmm. too behind. Like I don't want to be behind, but and I want to consume the comics, and I also want to consume wrestling. But now I'm behind. So yeah, you can jump in at any time. If, if ever you watch, I will be watching. So you can just text me. Yeah, that's and true. I will be watching. That's true. At the same time. Uh, wrestling is a soap opera with stuff. I think it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. And I, um, I want to watch more. Uh, Flumpton, I, Jared would watch it if I asked him to, but I don't know if you'd enjoy it. <laughs> I told, I texted West the other night because I've decided I want to try, like, Whenever I move to a city, I think this will be easier. But yeah. I want to try to become a wrestling referee. Oh, my God. I that'd be I amazing. Do it. Yeah, I think I could do it. I think it's like it's not so much physicality to where it no. would be bad for me. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to reach out to his friend who's That's a awesome. referee and be like, how can I start this process? Like, not I'm not in a city near a gym right now, but I yeah. will be. That'd be amazing. So you I should. think that's my new life goal. Yeah. So that's you where I'm at. You absolutely should. Just like my life goal is to monitor the collapse. (laughs) Just become a wrestling referee with me. It'll be it'll be more fun. I mean, sure. But yeah. Did you know that 90 percent of the Great Barrier Reef bleached (laughs) before summer? (laughs) Do you know? uh, Oh, my gosh. I have some more fun facts. No, (laughs) these are not fun. Did you 
know did that you the know? world is ending? Yes, Holly, I did. <laughs> oh, 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 see, no, you're not mad at me. You're just in denial. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not in denial. I'm, I've accepted it. I just choose not to think about it. Well, maybe that is denial. It's denial. <laughs> <laughs> Collapse wins again. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Uh, Boom Boo said, Jared, if you're here, confiscate Holly's collapse. Books. Oh my god. I, I agree. <laughs> no, he's streaming right now. We're com- we're conflicting. Everyone who's here is cooler and nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Also, no. don't make me message Jared and be like, take the collapse Take the away. <laughs> um, listen, all I, like, the newest one I got is amazing. It's called, it's um the Dark Mountain Manifesto. That's the one I was posting on Instagram. What the fuck is that? Kayla's judging me. I'm not just no, I'm not judging you. But what what is that? It's a okay, so it's a collective of writers and scientists that are in the UK that have just started it's it was really inspiring. It was like calling on artists to make art about the collapse so that people like start to recognize their impact on the environment and like the things they do every day by bringing art into the world that sends the message of collapse. Oh. So that's depressing. No, it's really good. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, and there's, they do, they do a zine, like, or like, it's like more like a, like an anthology, like every two, every year, like two, two a year. And it's like writing, like writing about like uncivilization. So one of them is like a pigeon about a pigeon stuck in a supermarket like, and like weird, just weird, like things about humanity and things like that. But yeah, it's really cool. You should check it out. It's called that the sounds- dark, the dark mountain. The Dark Mountain. Yeah. And they have, I read their manifesto, which was, I think it's back here. It's really good. Hold on. We're going to talk about aliens in a second, I promise. Dark Mountain. Oh, it's, it. okay. It's, we will. Wait, this is not the same book. This no, is a story. The Dark Mountain. Where'd it go? Yeah, there's some really good stuff oh, is it, in here. It's about, called Uncivilization? Yes, yeah, it's called Uncivilization, uh, okay. but the actual thing is called the dark mountain oh it's only like 5.99 gbp yeah this this one's the physical copy you can also read it for free online i just wanted to support them because i thought it was cool and it's a good it's a really good read but this one talks about more or less we've always thought that civilization and technology and our way of life is going to continue going up we will continue to get more technology we will continue to do well we will continue to Things will continue to get better and better and better. Like, oh, maybe we'll have a cure for cancer when we're older. You know what I mean? Like, things like mm-hmm. that. And that's not true. We're totally hosed. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. I think, like, I think that we just chose a very selfish, self-centered direction for ourselves. Yeah, and that's exactly what this is about. Oh, maybe I should read it. Maybe. It's yeah. really good. It's, like, really inspiring. And it's, like, for artists. Yeah. Okay, I will check it out. I'm not judging yeah, you. I'm I'll gonna, read the. I'm can check I? It out. I'll wait. I'll read the first number one in the manifesto. Okay? Please read it. Yes. It says it says um, we live number one. The eight principles of uncivilization. Number one, we live in a time of social, economic, and ecological unraveling. All around us are signs that our whole way of living is already passing into history. We will face this reality honestly and learn to live with it. Kayla, <laughs> what? What did I do? <laughs> Just I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> but no, listen, there's one. And then number eight, I'm going to let you read the rest later. But number eight is the end of the world as we know it is not the end of the world full stop. Together, we will find the hope beyond hope, the paths which lead to the unknown world ahead of us. I don't know that we will find hope. I think See, we're oh, no. Screwed. <laughs> I think we're going to just burn the planet. 
to death okay. and then like okay. the rich people will leave and go to mars and oh my grow poop potatoes or whatever they do in the martian um okay i'm gonna read one more and then we're gonna talk about aliens okay okay we tried ruling the world, we tried acting as God's steward, and then we tried ushering in the human revolution, the age of reason and isolation. We failed in all of it, and our failure destroyed more than we were even aware of. The time for civilization is past, uncivilization which knows its flaws because it has participated in them, which sees unflinchingly and bites down hard as it records. This is the project we must embark on now. This is the challenge for writing, for art to meet. This is what we are here for. That we need to... to focus on the fact that we are we messed up and artists need to take up the mantle and say hey we messed up so like i don't know where, where do we go from here where do we go now hmm. that's what we it also talks about storytelling and how we have to maintain storytelling yeah like, i yeah we do because like i think it talks truly, about that well we're gonna reach a point where te technology truly is just going to collapse i feel like oh yeah because someone like we're like people are going to reach a point where they can they could just take i don't know alien like not aliens robots i'm the one that's been drinking um <laughs> you know robots could like have the the irobot uprising yeah skynet it could all just like go away yeah. and w if we don't like keep a physical record or a verbal t retelling of stories and keep that stuff around we're not going to be able to carry it onwards yeah, that's what I want, a non-cult off-grid commune, or at least, like, I want to involve, uh, like, do some more art and things that are just, like, about, you know, the times that we're living in. I don't know. It was a very yeah. inspiring read, and you should read it. It's very okay. good. I'm going to buy it. It's, I'll, I'll read you it. can, or I think it's for free online. It's also, it's just a really good read, and um, it's more inspiring than, it, it's not depressing, I promise. It's not one of the Yeah, that does ones. sound inspiring. It's it's hard for me to feel inspired, because I, I think, like, I, I try not to think of the times we live in because we've been in unprecedented times since 9-11. Yeah. Like, I, I think about that a lot. Like, do you ever just think about how we were at school one day and they were like, turn on the TV? And it was just 9-11 yes. was occurring. Yes. No, I think about that all the time because it's like, so, like, they started like talking about this stuff in 2000 after the 2008 collapse. And I don't know if you're watching the, like, the economy right now but it is gonna yeah, be it's bad. bad it's gonna be yeah. bad like real bad mm -hmm. like and no one's talking about it on the news they're just talking about how like republicans are too busy trying to like stick their fingers in everyone's business and i'm just like aren't you the party of non-big government what are you doing well and like the way things cost right now like the cost of living has increased so much food costs so much gas costs so much yes people are hiking rent up like crazy oh my and god it's, just, it's so bad we the can't rent is terrible yeah no. like i i was trying to look at new places to like move to and it's i don't i don't know how people can afford to live and no like, it's really bad it's got to collapse at some point because no one's gonna be able to do no. anything no one no no one can no one can survive right now and people are like blaming everything on like homeless people or houseless, houseless people and like it's not true and they're just like everyone's pitted against each other it's bad it's really bad so i think like the idea of building communities and building like that safety net of other caring about other people and not losing our humanity and that we're we don't lose our sense of community and storytelling i think that helps 
Mm-hmm. I think that's the best thing we can do right now. Well, and I think that that is a thing that keeps us connected to each other in a very simple way. Like we all want to hear yeah. stories and we all want to tell our stories. So there's re- it's a commonality that literally everyone has. Yeah. Oh my god. When I when 9/11 happened, I think I was what was it? I was a sophomore in high school. And uh I had to go to my choir. I had to go to my choir class first first period. I loved singing. I loved choir. Um but this class made me hate choir because the teacher was super religious. And so they turned on the TV and then they immediately turned it off. And he was like, we need to pray. And I was like, oh, no, we don't. <laughs> I was like, we do not need to pray. It's a public school, my friend. It was 4,000 people go to this state public school. <laughs> like, And so me and my friend who was Buddhist sat outside while the class prayed for an hour. <laughs> and oh then gosh. we went to our next class. I was like, I didn't even get to hear the news because they were too busy praying. <laughs> well, that's it. I oh. was in... If you were a sophomore, I know I was in middle school, so I must have been in like eighth grade, seventh grade. I'm not, I'm like a couple years younger than you. I know it was in middle school and they turned on channel one. Yeah. The, like the kids news channel of the time. I don't know if anybody remembers channel one, but it was Mm -hmm. a thing. We didn't have that. Yeah. It was like the morning news. They turned it on. They were like, everybody, like it just started going around and like people were running around saying to turn on the TV. So they turned on the TV and I was just sitting at my desk and they were like, the pl- a plane hit the tower. Like, we're just watching it happen. And I was like, I yeah. don't think I'm understanding what's going on right now. <laughs> it was basically what was happening. And I still, like, I just remember that feeling where I was just like, this, it doesn't feel real. I don't really understand what's going on. It's clearly terrible. But what's happening? Is this really happening? Is this not a movie? It was very weird. Yeah. No, it was, it was very strange. And... I think that that set the tone for a lot of our, you know, coming adulthood was that then, you know, the economy collapsed in 2008. And then, you know, we had that was when I graduated college, so I couldn't get a job. Yeah, that was my dad had lost his job um, while I was in college and he could not find he got laid off and he could not find another one. And it was just terrible. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think here we go again. I think all of this just stuff is just going to keep happening. And what we have to do is try to be honest about it, but like stay as positive as we can in the sense that like it will be it will be what it is Mm -hmm. like stoicism in a way, I suppose. But yeah, but like let's let's work this. Let's go around to aliens. Aliens. Okay. yes. here's the thing, though. There if there was any sort of hope for things to get better. I just, the only answer is aliens. <laughs> That's it. Well, I feel pretty positively about this. And because I watched half of it. Yeah. I know the articles kind of minimize it a lot. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you my experience was that. So this was like the the first public congressional hearing on the concept of UFOs and UAPs, which they, mm-hmm. they've shifted fully to saying UAPs. Well, because UFO was such a stig- stigma term, which I get it because like they did that on purpose. And they're like, okay, stop. <laughs> Yep, yep. So, like, now it's unidentified aerial phenomenon rather than unidentified flying object. So they they had this hearing. They had very important people from the military. One of them, I should have pulled up this man's name, but brief overview, really quick while I pull up everything, was that they had this conversation. They discussed it. They threw out some pretty radical numbers. They said, from the military alone, 
there have been like over 400 reports and they only out of those 400 they only explained one they could only explain one the rest are completely unexplained they could not come up with any logic behind it they pulled up a video that i didn't recognize and it was a it was like someone was in a a commercial plane huh and a sphere like flies by the window ah. it, was just, it was very clearly a metal sphere and it was really depressing because the person operating the computer could not get the frame and they just sat there and like were dragging no! the mouse around for like 20 minutes and I was like, oh, so much secondhand embarrassment. But they they basically were like, there's just stuff like this and we don't know what it is. And they they did say, if I remember the word wording correctly, they said they did not have any concrete evidence to say that they were extraterrestrial. So they basically were like, but, the, the, but that's not saying that they aren't. They were right. just saying they don't have any hard evidence, which is right. true. Like, I mean, you're yeah. just seeing these things. I mean, I definitely think that they have hard evidence. That one that one senator said that they had parts. Yep. Yep. Well, that was uh, one of the things that came out after was the UFO wreckage. But they basically in this were just like, no. But the guy who spoke the most about it he was the head of the pentagon security i think yeah he was a great guy i need to find his name because he was just excellent speaker and he was wonderful to listen to and he was very factual and straightforward about it but they the whole time were like we don't we have no clue what this is and the questions being asked in the part that i watched were incredibly thoughtful like mm-hmm. they were talking about like do you have any concerns about emissions do you have any like, are you sure this isn't some secret part of the military or the government testing out things and you're chasing your own tail? Like, we don't want to end up in that scenario. Yeah. Like, we need to have some transparency. And they were just like, "We, it's not us. We know it's not us, for sure. Like, they wouldn't elaborate, but they were like, it's not. So, but, and they could not come to a conclusion where they could explain these as being man-made like they don't know how people like they, if well, it's but, advanced technology they don't know how it's created but then you said that they had a classified part they did so after it was done they had the closed door rest of the conversation so they touched on these things publicly which to me are the high points they want to get across where they yeah. they're saying we can't confirm that it's extraterrestrial right. right we don't know we don't know we don't know and then they close the door right and they talk about more but that's what we- i'm like so, like, from what I saw, like, they sent, they acknowledged it, which is more than they've done before. Yep. They did say that there was a bunch of unknown ones. More or less, they're like, there's nothing we can do. But I, this makes me more convinced that it's a private, like, black box, men in black, that has all of the stuff. Yep. Like, I'm, like, I don't think it's our government. I think maybe our government originally responded to it or, like, had, you know, because I do think that Roswell happened. But I don't think that it stayed in the hands of the government. I think, like, so that it didn't have, like, maybe so they didn't have, like, a conflict of interest or something. It went to some private party. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But Bob Lazar said it, too. Like, Bob Lazar said that they had it. So maybe the government did have it, and they're just liars. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's fair, and it's it could be. I firmly believe that there's a section of the government that has this information and just isn't sharing it with the rest. So genuinely they they like don't know. Yeah. The guy the guy that I liked was uh Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security Ronald Moultrie. He was mm-hmm. wonderful, like very great. 
he he basically stressed that the Pentagon just wants to gather this information. He wants people to be more transparent with it. Um, they went over the procedure for people in the military to report sightings because there are so many in the military. And the thing is, I've heard from people who worked in the military, who were in the military, that right. if you were to ever go and try, like people would not report them because if you would tr- go to try to report it, your superior would get mad at you because he would then right. have to report it and it's not taken seriously and they didn't want to waste the t- paperwork. So yeah. I don't know, like there is, there's a protocol where you're supposed to report these things, but they just, I've heard from multiple people that they just don't because there's no point. Like they just, it, it's too much paperwork and they know nothing's going to come of it and they just don't they their superiors don't take it seriously so there's probably more than 400 it's just they have 400 that 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 were documented yeah so okay so here one of the things i wanted to ask you about since i didn't watch the whole thing so i'm just gonna read this little tweet thread and then show you guys a picture says the fact that representative gallagher did you see him uh probably yeah says he addressed the wilson memo and even ended up including it in the congressional transcripts, proves they know exactly what they are dealing with. The importance of this moment can hardly be measured. And so it says, this was nothing short of the U.S. Congress's declaration of war on those who for decades kept the truth behind the UFO phenomenon a secret and profited from its exploitation. And then it said... Like, more or less, they put the memo into the record for the hearing. And it says it's significant because, first and foremost, because the act lends massive credibility to it. And now people are going to want to know what the memo is about. And that memo is a true bombshell. And so here's the memo. I have never read this memo. I might have missed that part because I saw the first half and then I had to go back to work. So I have, I don't know that I saw the second half. So I'm interested. Yeah, this is a kind of a I haven't read it yet. So... I think it costs, talks about UFOs. It says, it says, did they show him a craft or hardware they said was alien or from a UFO? There's two people talking. So, like, it talks about UFOs. I need to read through it. But more or less, like, it was during the Clinton administration. And they're talking about the that there is a reverse engineer program. It says, something recovered years ago in the past. Technological hardware was recovered. So I thought they meant recovered Soviet Chinese, etc. hardware and reverse engineer it, like a missile or some or Intel platform or aircraft, actually came to meeting expecting to find a sensitive foreign collection and reverse engineering operation, thought UFOs used as a cover for that. So I said that they, I said that, and they said they weren't that either. They had a craft, an intact craft they believed could fly space, air, water, dimensions. <laughs> says, was it from overseas or not? No, it was not po- not possible to be overseas. Why, I asked, where did it come from? Program manager said they didn't know where it was from. They had some ideas on this. It was technology that was not of this earth, not made by man, not by human hands. Said they were trying to understand and exploit technology. Their program was going on for years and years with very slow progress. Agonizingly slow, with little or or no success, painful lack of collaboration to get help from outside community of experts and facilities to assist effort. Must remain isolated and use own facilities and cleared personnel. Tough environment to work in. About 400 to 800 list count workers varying in number with funding or personnel changes. So, like, apparently this is saying this guy went to a meeting about this, more Mm. or less. And it says it's a memo from the government. Yeah, I found this article in Politico. 
One of the most eye-popping moments during the committee hearing on Tuesday was when Wisconsin Republican pressed Pentagon officials on claims that a quote-unquote glowing red orb once shut down nuclear weapons in Montana and that a recently leaked document revealed that otherworldly vehicles and possibly even extraterrestrial bodies are being kept from government leaders in the public. Gallagher was quickly dubbed a hero on hashtag UFO Twitter (laughs) for having the guts to finally hold national security officials accountable uh, the retired Marine Corps officer who also sits on the House Armed Services Committee says it's time to set some of these theories to rest. They asked Moultrie and Bray, Scott Bray, who's the de- Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence, wh- whether they were aware of the Wilson Davis memo. Hmm. The document, which emerged publicly in 2019, purports to reveal a secret meeting with the then Director of Defense Intelligence Agency outlining a labyrinth of secret government programs hidden from top officials and congressional oversight committees about crashed UFO materials and efforts to re-engineer the technology. Yes. That's what that memo is about. And we have a copy of it on Imager that I posted. So if you guys want to read the actual memo, it's really interesting. Yeah. And apparently they've denied it in the past. Davis is now a senior project engineer at the government funded Aerospace Corporation and apparently has declined requests for interviews. Moultrie and Bray told Gallagher that they were unfamiliar with the Wilson Davis document, but in a separate line of questioning by Rep. Jim Himes, the witnesses denied any knowledge of UFO material in government custody. The fact that the document was even broached and then entered into the official hearing record was shocking to those who have followed the saga. So they're saying it's a big deal. Okay, so people are shocked because basically in the past... It's been hotly debated about if it's real. Yes. And the fact that they entered it in means that they would have verified that it's real. So it is a real document, like what what you've pulled up. Yeah. And I'm not, like, shocked. Like, all of that stuff sounds like more or less what I was thinking. And it almost sounds like, again, that there's some sort of either branch of the government or private party that has this stuff. And they cannot get enough people... And experts to work on it to more or less reverse engineer it. And it sounds like the only bullshit we got out of it was cell phones and like Teflon or something. <laughs> well, yeah. And we like, can't go to space is what I'm hearing. <laughs> when we read Day After Roswell, that's where I think we got that material and started reverse engineering. Yes. It because he talks about it. And remember, he describes the technology and it sounds like microchips mm-hmm. and what else? There was like la- lasers and like infrared or something but definitely microchips the one thing he describes sounded like a fucking microchip yeah so yeah i think we got cell phone we got iphones out of it instead of anything remotely useful i mean we do have that incredible telescope the james webb that's out and that's like i mean we've technologically we've come so far in the fat in the past like 75 years Mm -hmm. like even 50 years and it's like we've come so far and You'd think that at this point, if they said, hey, we have an alien spaceship, like, I don't think, like, if they just admitted it at this point, I don't think the world would fall apart. I think it would just be like, okay, how do we use that to fix our dying planet? Like, how do we use that to, to solve the fossil fuel industry? How do we, like, let's get all the experts from everywhere to work on this. But, like, the only thing that I can think why that wouldn't happen is because of the rise of these dictators and despots like Putin and Trump mm-hmm. and people that are dangerous. Because with 
with I saw someone in chat also talking about um the other new Star Trek, Star Trek not Discovery, um oh, Brave New Strange New Worlds. Yeah, Strange it's New really Worlds. good. It's much more Star Trek. Is it good cuz I'm yeah. just over the the original no, series. No, no, it's like but it like it's like Star Trek. It like it seems like Star Trek. Like I'm over the original series too. Like I would rather have new characters, but it feels like Star Trek, which I'll was I'll like, check it out then. Yeah, but regardless, one of the episodes is about a they sense a warp signature on a planet. And they're like, oh, like, you know, first contact. Let's go talk to these folks. They have they have warp drive because that's how they decide if people get first contact. Right. And so they fly their ship over and they're like, they have no ships. Like, these people don't have any ships. They're like, oh, my God, they made a warp bomb. They didn't what? make ships. They made a warp bomb. They did not make a warp drive. They made a warp bomb. Like, so that I'm like, that's like where we're at right now. Like. If we could make warp drive or something like that, that'd be awesome. But like, the, the, one of these assholes is gonna make a bomb, and it could be yeah. us. It's so, probably gonna be us. Yeah, I feel like in general that if we do have this technology, they're they just don't know what to do, right? Like, and again, after all of the like debacle that was the past like eight years of politics or whatever, I'm like, they don't know what to do. Like, our government's in shambles. Like, no one trusts it. No one trusts the people that are elected. Like, there's no respect after, like, dumb orange farty face was in office. Mm -hmm. Like, no one respects the office anymore because now it's just sad. So, like, they don't know what to do. Well, and I think, I think it's true that if, if we were told that they had alien technology, that the world wouldn't, like, collapse. But I do think that there's a lot more complications to that reveal that they've created by not being transparent about this for so long. Like, I think that there's, and there's a lot of complications to it in that I think that there's a lot of very rich people who would want access to it that could probably get access to it. And like, that would create a lot of like conflict, I think, if, if it were to be announced, I think that's the point where we're at more so than the general public freaking out. I think it would create economically a very huge problem. Yeah. Oh, and Mike Al Human said in chat that our brains might not even be advanced enough to comprehend how to use it, even if we were able to get it to work. Mm-hmm. We might not, you know, who knows? And it's, you're right. I think that capitalism and these like extremely rich people like would want to, I don't know. I mean, and that's the other thing is like, I think it's fine to disagree with people. I think that it's okay to have different opinions. I think that like Republicans and Democrats or people that have different opinions are totally fine. I think it's totally fine that people can have a different opinion on things. But the problem right now is people forcing their opinions on others, Mm -hmm. is people acting so childishly. It's like, I wouldn't have had a problem with Trump, even if I didn't agree with him, if he hadn't have acted like a total child. Like, so disrespectfully. It's like, if you're the president of the United States, you should be acting like the president of the United States, not like a bully. Yep. And it's like, that's, I feel like all of that is part of the the fall of this whole thing where no one knows what to do. So even if we did have this technology, how are we going to, how are we going to get this, like, a movement to make it work or make it help us? Like, yeah. We don't, we aren't responsible enough to use it, I feel like. I think that's the problem. Elon Musk would get it and be like, I'm going to build my right. and then round tunnels. Yeah. And then he's going to shit post about it because he's bad, too. I'm like, what? Like, I don't want you're you're I'm sorry, but if you have a billion dollars, like you shouldn't be allowed to shit post anymore. Like no. you should like 
people should respect you for having that much money. Like, you should be, like, it's like Bill Gates. Like, you don't see Bill Gates shit posting, and that's probably why everyone says he eats babies, because he's, like, probably a nice, normal nerd who just has a bunch of money. But, yeah. yeah. I get so, uh, Elon Musk make me, makes me mad. I don't like him, and he, his, like, he just kind of scares me. I don't know. Like, when I see pictures of him, I'm like, I don't know, you're kind of a scary guy. No, because it's, I'm like, you're a shit poster. He's just a troll. It's upsetting. Like, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, I don't know. It just, yeah, I'm like, if we, if they release that alien tech, I couldn't even imagine, like, how people like him would react. It would be terrible. It would be a race to purchase it and make money with it is what we yeah. would try to do with it but instead of advancing did. anything. That's why we have, I swear to God, that's why we have phones. Yep. I agree. Like, like, how, like, when we were in, like, say, middle school or high school, and imagine they were doing all this stuff, like, like we we didn't imagine having phones. No. Like, I didn't imagine having, or, I mean, a computer in your pocket. Like, okay, so we have all this knowledge in our pocket. What good is it doing us? Literally nothing. And, like, <laughs> like a phone, like, you can touch it. I thought about this mm-hmm. the other day, because, like, I mean, we had the Nokia brick phones, you know? Yeah. And, like... I, I never in my life, I remember the the point in which I got a phone that could get on the internet and like it was just still like a shitty like slide phone with buttons and mm-hmm. all I could do was get on Facebook. Yeah. But I thought it was like the most advanced thing in the world. And then you fast forward like 10 years or something mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's literally a computer that well, like, and- what? <laughs> I read an article that was talking about how this, how just this year, I guess, they have um, the, the quantum computing is real. So, like, we have all this stuff, and it's just, like, we have all this stuff, and people are literally still going back to, like, insane biblical stuff about abortion. And I'm just, like, the juxtaposition is so intense and so dumb. I just don't even know. It's, like, I feel like the only thing that might shake everyone into sanity is being, like, aliens are real. We all, aliens are real. Here's the ship. This is a real alien ship. Look at it. Put your eyeballs is- on it. Like, literally, we we just got into this huge human rights debate about Roe Ro v. Wade. And you know what's trending on Twitter? Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh, I like, know. That's, that's the problem is, like, something serious could actually happen. I know. And people are just like, but my celebrity drama. Like, well, and what's I- sad about that is, like, as a person who had their complete, their life put on blast... Like, that's not a healthy thing for anyone to see. No one needs like, to be watching No one it. needs to be watching that. That is between them. And it, the only reason is because, it, like, I don't, like, not to be, a, to self, to diagnose this person, but Amber Heard gives me, not, again, not a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever, not diagnosing her, but gives me very, very strong mentally ill vibes. And mm-hmm. I feel as if she is doing this. I mean, she was doing it all for attention and she was doing it and she's a, a bit abuser, like a bad person. And she put it all on blast and put tried to get attention. And so it's on purpose because it comes back to this narcissistic thing of humanity where it's like someone who wants a ton of attention, puts it out there and gets attention through social media versus solving the problem on their own in a personal space and a personal bubble. So no one has to experience it. She wanted people to experience it. I just wish they weren't, wouldn't be live streaming all this. I'm like, this is nobody's fucking business at all. That's what I mean is, is yeah, it's like she nobody's made fucking it, business. She made it people's business, which was a, an, a uh, selfish 
and egotistical thing to do because if she actually cared and didn't want the attention, she wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, she would have solved it personally instead of making it a big spectacle. And, like, and then now he's suing her and he had to because otherwise he wouldn't have had a job anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's, like, it makes me uncomfortable that this is, I would just, like, this, like, and everybody is so obsessed with it and they're making jokes of it and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to, like, No. I don't, this is not. Let's talk about the aliens, but we can't. No, I know. Because, but like, we can't. But focusing. no. Well, and that did you see? I retweeted that scientist who got arrested, who's a NASA scientist, who was the guy crying on TikTok. <gasps> he got arrested. Well, when, remember when he, I saw so there was a video going around on TikTok of him talking about how screwed we are, like the climate. Yes, yes. And he like super glued himself to like a building or to like the a window or something, and they arrested him for it. I'm sure it wasn't. I mean, he's not in jail. It was like a, a misdemeanor, and it was like tiny. But he got arrested for protesting, more or less. And he tweeted like, "I'm tired of this toxic celebrity bullshit. Like the planet is dying. Yeah, the planet <laughs> like, is literally dying, and we're just like, oh, like let's watch this trial every day. And I'm like, first of all. Trials are fucking boring, everyone. Yes. As you can see, like, you're just watching this every day and nothing's happening. And, like, let's not go outside. Touch grass. Like, think, pick up litter. Don't, don't watch these people have a terrible traumatic experience. Like. No, and I don't. The only thing is, like, like, I don't know if it's going to help anyone except for seeing that men can be abused as well, which I think is a very important thing. To mm-hmm. talk about that men can also experience these sorts of things as abuse from a partner. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it's just not anyone's business. Nope. And it's not improving the world around us. It's just making me feel bad for people. Yep. <laughs> like, Same. It's just messy. Yeah. Ugh. Well, to go to, to circle back to the aliens, I did find the official numbers... That oh, the, yeah. the database of reports of UFOs now includes f- about 400 incidents up from 143 assessed in a report about a year ago. So it's up to 400. Interesting. It was That's at 143 a year ago. Yeah, they, they confirm no evidence of extraterrestrials, even though, yeah, he basically said there's nothing uncovered that's non-terrestrial in origin, even though they cannot explain them. Hmm. Um. There was no attempted communication. They also specified that they believe all of them were unmanned, which I think I personally 100% believe that these are probably they are alien technology, in my opinion. And I think that aliens are sent just sending probes, just like we send probes out to planets. I think these are just alien probes, like going out and seeing what's on the planets. Yeah. Just like what we do. I do think like we have seen actual aliens like i think they have come here yes like the grays for sure like those there's too many reports of them mm-hmm. but i think some of them like the rendlesham forest incident that was a probe yeah a lot of the ones we see in the sky are probably probes like they're yep. probably just unmanned i think some maybe are but like it seems like there's so many different ones that they could all be different who knows like we don't know yep like, so i, I don't think know. like I, I think that it's interesting. They they confirmed that the frequency and the the fact that these sightings are increasing or they're not slowing down either. Like it's just there's just so many of them and they cannot explain literally any of them yeah. is a problem is basically yeah. what they were saying. So they were like, it's time 
that we officially stand here and say that we're taking it seriously. So everyone starts taking it seriously. So we can actually make some progress on figuring out what's going on was yeah. what that hearing was as a summary. And, and I, that's I hope, pretty impressive. Well, yeah. And I hope that I really hope I really hope that we can come up with some sort of answer or some sort of contact or something or they release something like before everything collapses. Because that'd be nice. <laughs> I think everything's already collapsed. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. We went from me being like, it's the collapse. Kayla like, no, to now Kayla's like, everything's already collapsed. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're past the point of no return, right? Like, we're not going back. You know, oh, no. Do you ever think about 10 years ago when we had hope for <laughs> the world? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. I just what are we supposed to do anymore i truly feel like at some point maybe it was 2019 2020 we just passed a point of no return and things don't feel good anymore Uh, the pandemic i'm depressed the pandemic didn't help the pandemic did not help yeah not even not even the slight slightest the pandemic didn't help and i think like it's sort of after the pandemic and after all this stuff it's like Nothing got solved. The pandemic, like it's still going on. Nothing is fixed. Like and yeah, it's they actually resumed the government. The United States government resumed their COVID debriefings after not doing them. They just the other day they've like, resumed guys, them because it's bad again. You guys, you yeah, guys. <laughs> like I just maybe we shouldn't have said that it was over. I don't know. Like like the, like the mask mandate. I was like, why did you? Why did you get rid of the mask mandate? It's not that hard. It's just a mask. And now people aren't wearing them on airplanes. And I'm just like, no, no, you should 100% always be wearing them on airplanes. In fact, we should just make that a forever rule that you should We wear really them on should. Airplanes. Like, why not? Because it's gross. And literally, that's how plagues get spread. And I'm like, I just, oh, my God. I don't, I don't, yeah. And it's like, people you know, blame each other. And I'm like, no, here's the thing. Like, we are social beings. If the government lifts the mask mandate, people are going to stop wearing masks. Not because they don't care, but because they were literally told not to. Yep. Like, it is not about them not caring. Like, and I see people online being really, like, vindictive and being like, it's because, you know, you don't care about me if you're not wearing a mask. Like, that is 100% not true. The government doesn't care. (laughs) The people were told by the government to stop, which Mm -hmm. is the problem. Like, yep. So if they hadn't told us, everyone would have continued to stay masked because that's because they're listening to the authorities, not because they're thinking about people outside of themselves, because they're listening to the authorities. So Mm -hmm. so now it's turned into people pointing fingers. If you're not wearing a mask, you don't care about me. And it's like then there's people like like I'm still wearing a mask in the store. I'm still wearing a mask. Me too. To places and only not because it's protecting me, but because I'm like, uh uh oh. Like, you know, like, I don't want to give what I have to other people. And like, that's the only reason. But like, so many people aren't masked. And it's not because they don't care. It's because they're just, they're just humans do what other humans do. Yep. And that's just a simple fact. Mm -hmm. So. 
Wow. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Things are hard. Sorry, everyone. I talked about the collapse on an alien. I mean, I episode. think it's but it I all, think it's I related. Feel like, I feel like it's a tapestry or it is a, a picnic basket, a woven picnic basket of problems. I yeah. think that this woven picnic basket of our society and UFOs, UAPs, aliens, like people's ideologies turning into aggression, beliefs turning into aggression, the internet. The internet coming to this, like, this head of, like, how do we continue to live with this stream of information? How mm-hmm. do we continue to live with this, like, with this? Like, you'd think the Johnny Depp trial was, like, the OJ trial. And it's not even about murder. <laughs> like, that's, like, it's, like, think about, like, something like that. The OJ trial was on because it was about murder. This is not about murder. This is just someone's private business. Like, how come we've turned this into a clown car show? Like, a clown show when it shouldn't be. Like, it's just, it's not needed. Yep. And it's just, yeah. It reminds me, a lot of it, like, I think about the movie Don't Look Up a lot. It was very relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and was, I, think, I about, think that's what's going to happen. As the com- as the comet is, like, hurtling towards Earth, there's just a scene of a normal city where everyone's just out hanging out. And you hear on the news, like, <laughs> you hear on the news, topless ERs. Is it a good idea? topless ERs or or just like topless urgent care or something are you kidding and that was like in the news just as the as the comet like hits earth and I was like I missed that part I I think about that a lot it was like really quiet and subtle in the back but I was like yes that's that's accurate that's accurate well that's that's the Johnny yeah that's the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing it's the same time Yes, and because of this, it's like we're literally being told that pretty soon abortion will not, we will not have autonomy over our own bodies in certain places in the United States. And, and then it's like, and here we are, you know, it's, but let's focus on this dumb celebrity trial, which literally doesn't matter. And like, they have so much money. It, like, the fact that it's for $50 million is l- hilarious because none of us will ever see that much money in our lifetimes. Nope. So it's like, that's what disgusts me, I think. Like, it's awful to think about people fighting over or risking that much money. And it's, like, think of what that money could be used for. Because it's not going to mean anything to them. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. <sighs> I think I think it all comes down. This is involving aliens, too. I think it all comes down to money. Yep, it I does. I think it all comes down to money. Because I think the government does have that crash ship. I think they do have that stuff. And I think originally they sold off what they figured out to developers. They developed them into computers and microchips and phones and things that that we could understand. And the stuff that we can't figure out, the stuff that would actually, like, probably save our society, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they, or they can't figure it out. So mm-hmm. it's like what Bob Lazar worked on. They couldn't figure it out when he was there and they still probably can't figure it out now. We believe you, Bob. I know. Yeah, I believe Bob. I'm sufficiently sure. depressed. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> anyway, you should read Uncivilization by the Dark Mountain Manifesto. Which apparently is somehow not depressing. It's not. Because it's... We have to look at things in a different way now that things are so bad. We have to start looking at things in a different way because otherwise we will just continue to be depressed. Like, we have to start looking at it, like, just in a better, in a more communal way, I guess. I think that's too hard for people, though. (laughs) Like, not to be depressing, but, like, I, I think that's what gets me is, like, 
I don't think we're capable anymore. Uh, I think this pandemic has shown that we are not capable of caring for each other in the way that we should if we are ever going to achieve warp drive. That's, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. I think that we are truly, truly terrible. (laughs) The end. That's all (sighs) I got. We're terrible. we're We're terrible. We're the... We're the people making the warp bomb where they're just like, oh, okay, great. I don't know. Good job, everyone. I think, I think that however we, however we continue, I think that we can use art and stories to help us. And I think that's good. And I just hope that if there are aliens, please come help us. (laughs) Seriously, please. (laughs) Please. Like, we can't help ourselves. Please violate the prime directive. Yeah. Yeah. Please, it's, I know we can't figure it out, but we need the help. Yeah, we but we we need the help. Hello, aliens. <laughs> Hello, aliens. Hello. It's me, ya boy. Yeah. Well, um, we don't have to do a story if you're too depressed. I have one story that is it's titled a lighthearted story. So maybe oh, we should read this okay. one. All right, and then okay. we call it a night. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at spookysaturdaystories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. My, for some reason, I wore my, so I have these Taco Bell, if you're on the yes. podcast, they're, they're old 90s Taco Bell colors, earrings that Kayla got me. Taco Bell. And for some reason, they're hurting because my headphones are all wonky. My ears are in a bunch of pain because I have. Oh, no. I have sticky outy like ears. I have like floppy ears. And so my headphones are crushing my head. So no. I apologize. I apologize. This is a community, even if we're small and we talk about silly things, like we have a discord and we help each other and see, that's, that's a good thing. Yes. That's, that's the use of the internet that is good and appropriate. We also don't shame people. We don't shame people for different opinions. That's okay. Yep. You know, but like, you can't, you know, you this is, this is all we got. So yep. yeah, we're not going to end on a sad note because it's not that bad. No, we, we have each other. We do. No, we're building communities and I think that's important. Okay. All right. You ready for story time? Yeah. Okay. This one comes from Honey, and it's called A Lighthearted Story. So good timing, Honey. When I was a kid, my sister and I loved collecting Pokemon cards. This was pre-internet, so all information we got was through word of mouth. Late one night, our mom decided to treat us by letting us buy a new pack of cards from Books A Million, but she was tired and didn't want to leave the car, so my sister and I went into the store alone. We bought our cards without any problem, but on the way out, an old man stopped us and commented on the pack of cards we had. He told us that he'd heard about a rare card that had been misprinted, and if we were lucky, maybe it was in the pack we had just bought. Kind of creeped out by an old man talking to us in an empty, dark parking lot, we quickly said goodbye and rushed to our mom's car. (laughs) Once inside, we tore into the pack and looked at what cards we'd gotten. And of course, we had gotten that misprinted card. We freaked out. We looked back toward the store, but the old man was gone. And he wasn't anywhere in the lot that we could see. Our mom asked us what was going on. And when we explained, she didn't know what man we were talking about. She had never seen him. 
Oh my god! For the next few weeks, my sister and I quietly waited for our Pokemon-themed anime adventure to start now that we were the chosen ones, but of course nothing ever came of it. We still have our cards and a fun story, though. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great story. That is fun. That's a very um, fun one. I'm going to say fact, because I think it's a fact. But it sounded great. I want fancy Pokemon cards. Especially I I nowadays. Because they're so expansive. They're worth a lot. And I'm here to tell you, everyone, that you got it. It's real. Yay. Fact. That's so cute. And they never saw the old man. Ugh. Thanks, honey. That was a that Thanks, was honey. a perfect timing. Yeah, that <laughs> to was perfect. That one. That oh was my perfect. Gosh. No, there are good things in the world, and the good things are friends and communities and kindness and trying to. I think spooky scouts as well, because we're here to try and break the stigma of things. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, break the stigma of of people believing that the moon is hollow. You can believe the moon's hollow. Just don't hurt anyone about it. <laughs> Just don't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, don't, uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> and Cozyism in chat said it was Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's amazing. Oh, my God. The Pokemon little icons. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. But, yes. uh, Yeah, we'll be back next week. Same same time, same place. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week, but maybe we'll find something a little bit more lighthearted, and I will take it easy on the collapse books, as Kayla said. Yeah, it's going to be your birthday oh. here in a couple days. Yes, it's true. I made it to 36, which I never thought that I would, so. You did it! <laughs> I did it! I'm older than, like, a lot of people in my family that died, so hooray! <laughs> hooray! No, I'm not going to do a birthday stream. I'm going to just lay on the ground outside. You should. Just relax. Just <laughs> yeah. take a break. And, like, we'll be streaming next week for this. Yeah. And it it's, like, sandwiched between our birthdays. So we yeah. can talk about our birthdays uh, next yeah. week. Yeah. I think birthdays are great. And I think that surviving another year is great. So hooray. Um, Yay. There's something else I was going to. Oh, we are going to at some point. Not our our next book is the abduction book. Yes. Which that might be a fun one to cover pretty soon since we just talked about aliens. Yeah. But then after that, there is an Independence Day prequel book. Oh yes. We are about, I need to buy that. It's the story of Dr. Oaken or whatever. But yes. Brent Spiner. <laughs> oh my god. I need from to the buy 90s, that. It's from the nineties. It's like when they used to write books adjacent to movies and i'm really yeah. excited for do they it. still do that where they like do the um the novelizations of movies because no. i used to buy those all the time i, I had like too. the spider-man 2 novelization they did it for read it. they did it for Baldur's gate as well Ooh, which i didn't like it that much because oh. the main character was a guy and i was like i'm not a guy <laughs> that's not me what are you talking about yeah what are you talking about oh casper growling said the book the book's good Really? The, yeah. the Independence Day's Silent Zone. It had good zone. reviews. It had good reviews. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm ready. So anyway, we're going to we're gonna read that at some I'm point. I'm purchasing is... it right now so I don't forget. <laughs> yeah, that's a bright spot. It's only like five bucks. It's like on uh, Thrift Books and like a few other used book sites. But that's going to be one of our book clubs because I think it'll be great. And maybe we'll watch Moonfall in chat. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would on be the, really fun. With, with Patreon folks. Yes. 
All right. Well, thank you for watching, everyone. And the, to the podcast listeners, thank you to you as well. If you want to join the Discord, we will have all of the links in the chat. And if you want to join our Patreon, we'll also have the links there. You can watch Moonfall with us. And uh, we will see you next week. And remember to keep your eyes on the sky and don't be sad because it'll be fine. Yes, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> nah, uh, no, it won't collapse. I just ended it. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Amazing. Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the Spooky Scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Scouts for as little as $5 a month. Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hens. See you next time, Scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know. <laughs>